everybody. Welcome to All There Is. I'm your host, Kelly Bargabas. Thanks for joining me today. It has been a couple of weeks since our last episode, and I didn't really intend for that to happen, but sometimes life just kind of gets intrusive and takes over. Uh, but here I am. I'm back and happy to be here to share this human experience with you. And the name of this episode is called Wonder Woman. And I'm going to talk a little bit about superpowers. I started planning this episode in my head a couple of weeks ago when a group of us got together and played paintball. My sister organized this paintball outing and there were, I think, 15... 16 or 17 of us, something like that. There was a group of us and we ranged in age from 18 to 60. And we had a blast. It was a chilly Saturday. I think it was about 30 degrees, but it actually worked out to be perfect because one of the secrets to playing paintball is layers. So, you know, we, my sister and I learned this uh, quite a few years ago, the first couple of times we played paintball and got peppered with shots. The women in our family bruised pretty easily with our fair skin and it hurts. It hurts like crazy. So we like to wear layers. And one of my layers, my last layer, my top layer, was my soft, fuzzy Wonder Woman pajama bottoms that I have. I had some running tights, uh, long underwear, and then I had my Wonder Woman pajama bottoms on top. You know, we played capture the flag and defend the town and just some fun war games. And I'm not really that into guns or war games, but it's just fun to be outside. And I am super competitive. And so is everybody else in my family that I know. So we just had a blast getting outside and playing in the woods. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. My Wonder Woman pajama bottoms, which I had forgotten that I had when I've found those in the bottom of my drawer and thought they would be perfect for my paintball outing. It reminded me of this essay I wrote a couple of years ago that I'm going to share with you in just a few minutes. Today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about prayer. Now, when someone I know, or it could be a friend of a friend or a social media friend on Facebook or Instagram, but when someone I know is going through something, it's commonplace in a lot of circles to say prayers, or we use the praying hands emoji, or we we use that phrase, that fragment that we love, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers are with you. Thoughts and prayers for whoever. It can become a Facebook status when horrific things happen. Like just this past weekend, there were tornadoes in Kentucky and like 70 people died. I mean, it's horrible, horrific tragedy. And, you know, you'll see a lot of things in the media, whether it's social media or traditional media. Praying for Kentucky, praying for the people of, you know, this school, this town, or whoever just had a horrific incident. And I know for me personally, I don't like to use the term thoughts and prayers, or I don't like to say, you know, I'm praying for you if I don't really mean it. I, I really don't take it casually or loosely. And if I'm going to say it to somebody, I really want to mean it. I really want to take those couple of minutes and say a prayer right? And I, I take prayer seriously. This phrase, thoughts and prayers, or the prayer emoji, it's become really ubiquitous in our society. But if you just take a moment and think about it, what is prayer? You know, I think prayer is probably a very personal thing to most people. And since I can't speak for anyone but myself, I'll just talk about what, what prayer is to me. And to me, prayer is a lot of things. 
it in the Christian faith, it is petitioning God, the creator and source of life, for answers to something. It is also a conversation. You know, I talk to God all day long, just in and out of conversation with him all day long. Prayer can be gratitude. It can be worship. It can be seeking help in time of need. I believe there is tremendous power in prayer. But if you don't, that's okay too. I understand that it's a very personal thing. And I know some people pray to different entities or different beings. Whatever stirs you up spiritually, that's fine. You know, I'm not here to dictate how people pray. But I do believe that prayer at its most basic level is an exercise. It's a form of meditation. It is something to change the channel in our mind when we're anxious, depressed, desperate, overexcited. It is a way to focus our thoughts and energy in a direct manner and use it to manifest what we want in our lives. Now, I also know prayer can be controversial, and I get it. Too often, a segment of our population responds to horrific events with the quote-unquote thoughts and prayers, which is fine. I do believe we should pray in all of these situations, and when something bad happens, we should be on our knees praying. But that doesn't excuse us from acting. It doesn't excuse us from action. We need gun reform. We need social justice. We need leadership and accountability and and for people to pray, but to also act. So I get it, and I couldn't agree more. I want to be a person who prays, but also a person who stands up for what they believe in, takes action, does what they can to help, jumps in, you know, extends more than prayer. Prayer takes place in the supernatural realm and in the spiritual realm. But we also need to live in the natural, right? We, we live in a very real, tangible world with people, people who are hurting and suffering and people who are committing acts of terrorism and evil. We can't just sit by and react supernaturally, although I think that's an element of it. It's very important. But we need to act in the natural, too. We need to do whatever we can in this world, in this natural, tangible world, We need to do whatever we can to help. We need to extend a hand. We need to stand up for what is right. We need to vote. We need to use our resources to do whatever we can to make a situation better. Prayer is powerful, but it is not an escape or an excuse to remain complacent or silent. Prayer is a part of life for those who have faith in a higher power. It is to complement our life and not something to hide behind. In fact, prayer is the ultimate and most valuable weapon we can wield when we, are, when we are in a battle. We take it with us into battle. It goes before us. Prayer is the strategy or superpower that will allow us to fight with confidence the battles we face as human beings. Because as human beings, I do believe we are made up of spirit, soul, and body. And we do need to fight some of our battles spiritually. So now that I've said all that to kind of set up what I think and talk about prayer a little bit, I'm going to read this essay that I wrote a couple of years ago. It's called Wonder Woman. As a young girl growing up in the 70s, I found many people on television whose lives I coveted. I dreamt of living in a genie bottle with the ability to cross my arms, nod my head and blink, and then, bam, I'd be transported to Paris, or I'd redecorate my bedroom with a frilly pink bedspread and matching pillow shams, or fill my closet with Jordache jeans and Nike sneakers, the white ones with the red stripe. 
I longed for powers that would allow me to crinkle my nose with a wiggle and create a perfect home with the perfect family. When the Sonny and Cher show came on, my sisters and I would sprint to our bedrooms and fling clothes out of drawers until we found our turtlenecks. We ran back down the hall to the living room, pulling them on over our heads, panicked we were going to miss the opening song. Bent over at the waist with our heads hanging down, we removed the top until the neck of the shirt was stuck on our head, and when we stood up, the sleeves and body fell dramatically behind us. We flipped our head ever so slightly to the right and then the left while singing and swaying, our hair swaying with us, just like Cher. I anxiously awaited the end of the hour, when typically for the last song they would bring their daughter Chastity's son on stage. I longed for her straight blonde hair, her flat stomach and belly button. I envied her two-piece gold and glittery outfit. I wished for her parents. I yearned for her life. I wanted to be her. But of all the characters I saw on television as a young girl, for me, the hero of them all was always Wonder Woman. Watching Linda Carter live life as Diana Prince, a smart, beautiful, professional woman by day, and then have this alternate universe where she was a badass warrior, complete with bracelets that could stop bullets, a rope that lassoed bad guys until they told the truth, and an invisible plane to fly the skies undetected, fascinated me. When the movie came out a couple of years ago, I was enthralled yet again with Diana's story, even more so this time. I'm not usually one for period war movies, but I was mesmerized during the battle scenes. The strength and power with which she wielded her shield and sword, and most of all, her courage to lead the fight for justice, waging war on behalf of all mankind, inspired me. In my real-life universe, my mother was the woman I watched every day. Most of the time, her petite five-foot frame makes a soft entrance to the room. She rarely raises her voice or engages in an argument. She raised five kids without fanfare or complaint and has managed to keep us all within reach where she can still keep tabs on us and our ever-expanding tribe of partners, grandkids, and great-granddaughters. My mother is a legendary prayer. She has been for many years, ever since she found God at a Methodist church camp in the summer of 75. There is a verse in the Bible that says to pray about everything, and she took this verse literally. I've witnessed and heard her praying for sunshine and calm seas months before our family beach vacations, or that it wouldn't thunderstorm during my wedding last July. She has prayed for job interviews, that my sister's missing dog wouldn't fall victim to coyotes, that my niece born at 27 weeks who spent three months in the NICU would not only survive but also thrive. My mother prayed that my sister would carry her baby to full term, that her own breast cancer would be eradicated, and that my brainy nephew would get a good grade on his exams. I remember when a car going 55 miles per hour on a busy rural highway hit our Beagle Mix Mutt. My parents brought her to our basement, settled her comfortably on a blanket, then anointed her head with oil and prayed that she would live, so they wouldn't have to look their five children in the eyes and tell them their beloved dog, Mickey, had died. I watched her pray my brother back to life, fully healed after falling out of a three-story window. She promptly ignored the doctor's report that he wouldn't finish college or be able to read again. My father once likened her to a pit bull with a bone when it comes to praying for people she loves. She prays without ceasing. 
My mother told me recently on one of our daily morning calls that when she prays, she envisions herself dressed for battle, like the Bible mentions in Ephesians. In her mind's eye, she is wearing the full armor of God, helmet, shoes, belt, breastplate, shield, wielding her sword, with her family, the entire lot of us, standing behind her. In this alternate universe, she fearlessly goes before us, ready to fight anyone or anything to protect her mankind, her world. She is a warrior. I'm sure the devil trembles when she wakes up in the morning. I took for granted the badass superhero she was and is, and spent far too much time looking for one elsewhere or dreaming of some other world when I had everything I needed right in front of me. I can only hope to carry on this tradition of waging battle in the realm where the real shit happens. I want to live in this world, where unexplained favor can get your resume to the top of the pile, where skies stop raining for your two-hour party, where minds suddenly change, bodies heal, and miracles happen, where blinders fall off and light breaks through at just the right moment, and the thing you thought would never change suddenly does where battles are won and you never even saw the fight because someone else was waging war on your behalf. The Hollywood version of Wonder Woman is entertaining, but I rarely have need for an invisible plane, a rope of truth, or wrist cuffs to ward off bullets. But a warrior, like my mother, who has my back in this world, I need every single day. She is my hero. I am her fan. She is my Wonder Woman. So that's it. Thank God for moms who pray. One of my good friends has a mom who is also a prayer warrior, and they are of the Catholic faith and use rosary beads to facilitate their prayers. And her and her mom call it burning the beads. And when she is in a tough situation, she'll call her mom and say, Mom, let's get the beads out. It's time to burn the beads. And I just love that. I love that that phrase. She's burning the beads, referring to, you know, praying, being a prayer warrior. And uh, her mom is a masterful, committed prayer. And this world is full of them, right? How many of us have moms and grandmas and aunts who've prayed for us throughout our lives? And I don't even know that we really know the full breadth of the difference that it has made in our lives and in our worlds. But it does. Prayer is the ultimate way to manifest the vision for our life. So whatever that looks like for you, whatever prayer looks like for you, whether you're burning the beads, whether you're meditating, whether you're visualizing or manifesting in your life, however you are participating in that spiritual part of your being, I encourage you to embrace it, to embrace your superpower and to figure out what that looks like for you. Spend some time this week, you know, thinking about it. If, you've, if you are someone who has never prayed and maybe you don't have a mom or a grandmom who prays, you know, just think about it. Ponder it. Do some research. Think about what that might look like for you. How do you approach the spiritual side of your being? Are you a person of a traditional faith or is there some other way that you nurture and feed your spirit? Do some thinking about that and figure out what that might look like for you. Because I do think, um, like I said earlier in this episode, it is a powerful way to change the channel on our mind when we need it. I believe it is a way to engage in the supernatural, spiritual side of our life. I hope you enjoyed this view, this look into prayer as a war game. 
spiritual war game. And I hope you will explore how it could benefit you in your life. Don't forget, we don't want to be those people who just post thoughts and prayers unless we're actually going to do it. Number one, if you if you say you're going to pray for someone, make sure you do. But don't forget that the spiritual side of our lives is one component of our three-part being, right? We, we have a spirit, soul, and body, and we just can't forget about this tangible, real world that we live in. So while we, we do battle in the spiritual, we also need to take action in the physical world. So I'll leave you with that. If you want to check out past episodes, you can find me on kellybargabas.com slash podcast. You can also find past episodes in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you might listen to podcasts that are out there. Um, I also want to let you know that I do have a, a podcast about leadership. It's called Here to Lead. It is also on my website. It's also in Apple. It's also in Spotify. And if you or someone you know might benefit from some leadership coaching, check it out. Until we meet again, take care. <laughs>